Life Audio. How do we develop momentum in our lives? I think all of us understand that we need momentum, whether it's in our work life or in our relational life, in our spiritual life, or in any other area of life. We need momentum if we're going to move forward in any significant way. And yet I think all of us can relate to that feeling of just being stuck. I want to move. I want to develop momentum. I want to have that wind to my back, so to speak. But how do I get it if I don't have it? And what do I do if I know I need momentum, but don't feel like I'm the person who can generate it? Where does it come from? We're going to talk about that today on the March or Die Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hello and welcome to the March or Die show today. Very glad to have you joining me and uh, excited about the episode that we have together. Looking forward to this time, of course. Uh, So many things going on. We're going to talk about a lot of them, but I want to give you a couple of uh, updates or announcements, if you will, before we jump into this. If you are not yet subscribed to this show, please subscribe from whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, It has been wonderful over the last several weeks to see a lot of new folks join us on the March or Die Show podcast. It's been fun to uh, have the opportunity to share this content with new folks, and I'm so thankful for Life Audio, of course. And a lot of you are listening at Life Audio off of their website. Thank you for doing that. Make sure you take some time to go to uh, your favorite podcast platform and subscribe there so that when new episodes come out, you have those directly pushed to you. We want to make sure that you have those as soon as they come out. If you'd like to watch this show, uh, if you're listening, I do record video of these episodes. And uh, there's just something about watching a video. You can go over to YouTube, look for my name, Jeremy Stallnecker. You'll find my YouTube channel there. It's YouTube. Then look for my name, Jeremy Stallnecker. You'll find the channel. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. That lets you know when more content comes online. And uh, again, love to share that with you. Other content is there as well. I'm going to tell a story today, a little story of a race that I participated in, a trail race that I participated in 
this last weekend. Did a video that is there. Um, a lot of other stuff's there, so please check that out. That would be awesome. And then finally, go to jeremystalnicker.com. jeremystalnicker.com. That is my blog page. That is my contact page. That is my everything page. Um, that's my website where everything related to, to me and the work that I do is located all in one spot, jeremystalnicker.com. So please check that out. And uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, one of the things that you'll find when you go there is a pop-up, and uh, that pop-up is for the newsletter. So please sign up, put your name in there, put your uh, email address in there, and you'll get the newsletter once a week. Every Friday, a newsletter comes out, and it's updates about the show, updates uh, maybe about the blog, other things that uh, I'm thinking about, uh, all designed to be a help to you. I- I'm not trying to spam anyone or sell anything. I just want to be a help to you, get you the resources that uh, that you need and uh, get you some um, maybe different perspectives on what you're going through in life. I'd love to get that out to you. So please check that out as well. All on jeremystalnicker.com, other podcasts that I'm involved in as well. Lots of good stuff there. And uh, again, it's been fun to be on Life Audio. Share this content out with someone that you know who may I was going to say enjoy it. I hope they enjoy it, but maybe encouraged by it and uh, find new perspectives on their life and what they're going through. We're talking about marching. We're talking about pushing forward. So please uh, share that out with folks that you know. All right. Without further ado, we'll jump into our topic today. And uh, I want to talk today about momentum. When we discuss the concepts behind the march or die uh, lifestyle or these principles that we talk about, and, and again, if you haven't heard this before, uh, heard me talk about marching, uh, why I call this the March or Die Show, why I've written a book called March or Die, <laughs> why I refer to uh, life as a battle that we're involved in, where we have to make the decision to march. If you're not familiar with that, go back in the archives, even go back a couple of episodes, and you can find me talking about that. Also, on my blog, I write about that. Uh, but the, the principle is very simple. In life, we understand that there will be obstacles, there will be difficulties, uh, there will be traumas and there will be trials. There will be those overwhelming circumstances uh, that if left unchecked or if not encountered or dealt with can keep us from moving forward. Have you ever felt like you could no longer move forward? (laughs) Of course you have felt that way. We've all felt that way. We know what that's like. The, The thing is in life, All of us come to those points, but the ones who succeed, the ones who get through the difficulties, the obstacles, the traumas, and the trials are those who march. You see, we can give up if we want to. And it's amazing how many people do. They are physically alive in that they're breathing, they're functioning, they're going to work, they're doing the stuff that's expected of them. But they know that they're not moving forward in any significant way. On the inside, they're relationally and spiritually and emotionally dead, not making progress. Existing, sure. Breathing, of course, but not making progress. And you see, when we come to these times in our life where we could stop, where there's reason to stop, we have to make a decision. We can stay where we are and die. Or we can march. And I love marching because it's just putting one foot in front of the other. It's just continuing to move forward. You don't always know exactly where you're going to end up, but you know the direction you need to go. And one step at a time, you're doing that. One of the incredible tools that can help you move forward is momentum. We understand momentum. 
Momentum is when you start to push something that's so hard to get going, but the further you push it and the more pressure you put on it, and as it starts to move, it gets easier and easier and easier. That momentum begins to carry whatever that is forward. Have you ever had a car die on you? (laughs) You run out of gas. You needed to get it out of the lane. Maybe it just died, and that thing was stuck. You jumped out. Hopefully, some people helped you. You began to push. It was so hard to push at first, but eventually, it started to move, and then its own weight carried it forward. That's momentum. And momentum is a tool that all of us need in our lives if we're going to truly succeed. We move forward, but as we continue to move forward, the the difficulty of overcoming the obstacles and the difficulty of pushing through those trials, as hard as it is, as much pressure as it takes to push back, the longer we do that, we will experience momentum. The force that we've been exerting begins to create movement. And as that created movement uh, takes us forward, there's more and more and more. It's almost as though we have the wind to our back. It's hard in the beginning, but it gets easier as we continue. That's momentum. And if we're going to experience real success in our relationships, uh, as we uh, grow spiritually in our work, in our financial life, we need to have that momentum, that force that carries us forward. Dave Ramsey wrote a book on momentum, and in that book, he describes what he calls the momentum theorem. It's focused intensity, focused intensity times time over God. I love it. It's focus, intensity, hard work times time. You're stretching that thing out divided by God because God is uh, the factor that carries us forward. But that's momentum. It moves us forward. But what do you do if you don't have it? It's funny because when I talk about this and think about this, it's not always about not having it. Sometimes, in my life at least, and maybe in your life as well, it's not about not having it. It's about believing I can never get it. (laughs) Do you ever look at other people and you think, they have momentum, I need momentum, but I'm not like them. I could never have what they have. You see people who are succeeding. You're like, man, they're moving so fast. They have this momentum. Uh, People in their relationships are growing and going, and it's great. They have momentum. Financially, people have momentum, and you think, I'm not like them. I'm not wired like them. I don't have the resources they have. How could I possibly experience the momentum that they have in our lives? Have you ever thought that? Uh, I certainly have. I told you I was going to tell you a story. Um, this last week, uh, last weekend, as I record this, I had the opportunity to participate in uh, an ultra marathon called the Kodiak 100. Now, incredible race. I've heard about it for years. Uh, I've never run it in the past. This was my very first time, and I did not run the 100. I ran the 50K. So. Now, the Kodiak 100 started as a 100-mile race in Big Bear, California, in the National Forest there. Uh, incredible 100-mile race. Um, 100 miles, of course, 16 or 18,000 feet of climbing <laughs> up and down the hills. 36-hour uh, cutoff time, so people out there running for um, some for 36 hours. Now, it's a crazy, crazy race. Well, in addition to the 100-miler, there are other distances. One of the distances is 50 kilometers. Now, 50 kilometers, for those of you that... Uh, don't live in the United States or, or that live in the United States. Everyone else uses kilometers. Here in the United States, uh, we don't. Uh, kilometers, 50 kilometers is 31 and a half miles. This race in particular is just over 32 miles. 
So that's what I ran, the 50K, the 50-kilometer race, uh, 32 miles. And I've run this distance before. Um, I've run further than this before. In April, I ran in Utah a race that was 100 kilometers. So uh, that one came in at, I, I don't know, they're not perfect distances, but like 63 and a half miles or something like that. So I've run this distance before, but what I haven't done is run this distance at elevation. Uh, in Big Bear, the race starts. The race line starts at 7,000 feet. You go up to 8,000 feet for this particular distance for the 50K, and uh, you're all over the place, and then you come back down to that 7,000 distance. So I've never done that before, but I've run the distance. Um, beautiful place, absolutely incredible. It's one of those experiences that if you haven't had it, it's hard to describe, right? You try to uh, draw pictures, <laughs> uh, those mental images for people, like trying to draw uh, a mental image. I can't do it. I've taken pictures. I did a video. You can go check that out on my YouTube channel. Uh, but unless you've experienced it, it's just hard to understand or hard to describe. But I did that. There's one place on the course where there is a big climb. Now, there's a lot of climbing, a lot of up and down, a lot of hills. But there's one big climb, and it goes up to a place called Grand View. Um, it's called the Grand View Aid Station. There's an aid station there. It's, they have drinks and food and that kind of stuff. Um, but it starts at below 6,500 feet and goes up to almost 8,000 feet. And it does that in just a little over three miles. So imagine going that distance, three miles, but going up uh, from 6,500, let's say, to 8,000. So you're going up about 1,500 feet. Uh, it's a lot. And it's a narrow trail, and it's a sandy trail. So very difficult terrain. Um, this is the one part of the entire course. It's not covered with trees, so it's exposed to the sun. So very hot. Crazy, crazy, crazy trail, as you can imagine. And uh, if I can't paint a, a good word picture for you, draw a picture for you, <laughs> go and watch the video. Maybe that'll help uh, on my YouTube channel. But I'm going up this course. And uh, I'm going up this trail. It's at the 15-mile mark, so you're halfway through, uh, just about halfway through. And you're making your way up to the top. You know that this is going to be tough, and it is. I started to think, because you have a lot of time out there by yourself to think. So I was thinking about a lot of things. And one of the things I started to think about, oddly enough, slowest part of the course, slowest part of the day for me, literally march or die, right? It's putting one foot in front of the other. That's all that's happening. I'm putting one foot in front of the other, just trying to keep going. And I know, because I know myself, if I stop for a break along the way, even though I'm barely moving, I mean, just one foot taking me to the next step, to the next step, to the next step, even though I'm barely moving, I'm not running, I'm barely walking, but I'm not stopping. I know that if I stop, it's going to be very hard to start again. So I just keep going and just keep going and just keep going. What I found though, and this is what I started to think about, was that because I was committed to not stopping, not moving fast, not running, but not stopping, because I was committed to not stopping, I began to build momentum. Now, how did I know I was building momentum, even though I was going uphill at 15 miles in the sun very slowly? I knew I was building momentum because a lot of people who had run a lot faster than me were stopped on the trail. The trail was so narrow, they'd have to get over just a little bit so I could move past them and keep going. But they would take a few steps, and then they would stop, and then they would rest, and that's fine. Uh, I've done enough races like this to know whatever you have to do to get through it, you need to do it. But the thought that occurred to me on the trail, and it's crazy the stuff you think about, the thought that occurred to me was, I can get momentum, even though I'm going uphill, <laughs> and I'm going really slow, 
but I can gain momentum. I can begin to pass people, and I passed a whole bunch of people on that trail by simply not stopping. It was the craziest thought to me. You see, I always think of momentum in terms of speed. Momentum equals speed. It equals fast. Get there fast. Momentum will create speed over time, but momentum is really about just moving forward. It's about not quitting. I have these thoughts, and when you're alone and you're pushing, your brain goes to weird places. But I started to think about uh, Paul the Apostle. I, I've used, quoted these verses often, even on this show. Um, Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13. Uh, Paul the Apostle said, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. In 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 7, Paul said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. I heard these verses and I thought, this is Paul <laughs> preaching, teaching, writing about momentum. What does that mean? We're going to talk about that in just a second. As Paul the Apostle considered his life, I can't imagine what he must have thought about. We know the story of Paul, and I won't recount it all here, but we know that he persecuted Christians. He probably came from a good home. He was in a good situation on a worldly sense before he became a Christian. He persecuted Christians. He hated Christians. And then he became a Christian. Somewhere in his 40s, we believe, is when he had his conversion experience. So more than half of his life, certainly because he would die not too long afterwards, his life, 40 years of it, wasted in any real sense. Accepts Christ, becomes a Christian, turns his life around, and then becomes a pastor and a missionary. He travels the world and starts churches, and while he does, he's persecuted. He's abused. He would eventually die. In fact, the words we read in Philippians, he's sitting in a jail cell. He would eventually die as a martyr for the cause of Christ. Maybe he made it into his 60s. We don't exactly know. I wonder if the Apostle Paul would have looked at his life and said, I've done a whole bunch of stuff, but I wasted a lot of time. I started really late. And even though I've tried and I've worked and I've followed God, I'm not sure how much good has come. I don't know that he had those thoughts. But he was human, so I imagine from time to time he did. And yet, what does he say as he sits in a jail cell? Brothers, I haven't apprehended. I haven't gotten to where I'm going. I haven't gotten what I want. I haven't put my hands on it yet. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. He said, I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm going to keep moving. One step at a time. Keep moving forward. When he tells Timothy in 2 Timothy 4, 7 that he's fought a good fight, he's finished the course, he's kept the faith. He doesn't say, I've built a bunch of churches, I've been a lot of places, I've seen a lot of people accept Jesus. He says, I have kept the faith. I have kept moving forward. Hebrews chapter 12, again, verses that I've talked about on this podcast before and written about. I don't know, or we don't know, exactly who the author of Hebrews was. We can argue about that at some other time. 
But in verses 1 through 3, we have reflected for us what Paul said elsewhere. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1. Wherefore, seeing we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. These are great verses. What does it say? It says you need to run your race. It doesn't say you need to run fast. It doesn't say you need to accomplish something in particular, something specific, other than as you run your race, follow Jesus. The Apostle Paul could have looked at his life and said, I haven't accomplished much, but I have continued moving forward. What we know looking backwards over 2,000 years later is that God used Paul the Apostle to pen most of the New Testament. We know that God used Paul the Apostle to teach us today what we know, what we understand about the doctrines of Christianity. We know that the momentum that was created by the movement of the Apostle Paul is momentum that has impacted billions, literally billions of people around the world over the course of more than 2,000 years. What started as simply movement became momentum that changed the course of history. You see, momentum is not about moving fast, it's about moving. Which brings me to a couple of points I want to make before we end today. Uh, I, I was thinking about this as I was on the trail, and I started to let my mind wander and thinking about the Apostle Paul. Then I thought about the rest of us, I thought about me, I thought about my family life, and um, these other areas that I'm involved in, and wanting so badly to experience momentum because momentum can carry us forward, but feeling so often as though it does not exist. Some lessons that I learned, some things that I thought about over the course of my ponderings on the trail in the mountains this last weekend. First of all, momentum is not about speed. It's about movement. Momentum is not about speed. It's about movement. Stop equating speed, that is, how fast you're going with momentum. Momentum is about movement. Don't disqualify yourself because you feel like you started late or you can't, for one reason or another, move very fast. Momentum comes from movement. So, do you want to develop momentum in your financial life? Start moving. Put a couple dollars away. Begin to pay off your debt. Whatever you need to do, start moving. Don't look at it and say, I can't do that fast enough. I'll never be able to. Don't do that. Look at what you have to do, where you need momentum, and start moving. My relational life, it's not what I want it to be. I'm not sure it will ever be where I need it to be. What should I do? Start moving. My career, start moving. Momentum. It's not about speed. It's about movement. Number two, momentum is not only about movement. <laughs> you, like, you like what I did there? It's not only about movement. It's about movement in the right direction. So here's what a lot of people do. I think a lot of people, they think that they have created momentum because they've moved a lot. 
They're doing all kinds of stuff. They're running around doing this thing and that thing and some other thing, and they're doing all this stuff. And because they're so busy, because there's so much going on, even some of it perhaps very good, they feel like what they've done is generated momentum. They have created momentum. Really what they're doing is running around. You see, momentum is not only about movement. It's about movement in the right direction. Not all movement is created equal. That's why Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 say that we are to run with patience the race set before us. It's a particular, a specific race. And we do that by following after pursuing Jesus. It's all about moving in the right direction. What's the right direction? It's the direction that God has laid out for you. I've spent a lot of time writing about this and talking about this on the podcast and other places. So many areas we talked about knowing God's will for your life, but you need to be in his word. You need to be around God's people. You need to be in church. You need to ask God for guidance and direction. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. God's not trying to hide his will from you, but you need to be earnestly seeking him. And as you do, he'll show you the direction that he wants you to go. He promises to do that. So momentum is not about speed, it's about movement, but not all movement is created equal. You need to be moving in the right direction, the direction that God has set before you. Number three, momentum is not about success, it is about progress. Again, we think, well, I'm moving, but I'm not moving fast enough. I haven't experienced the success I thought I would by now, or I hoped I would by now, or whatever. And so I'm going to quit. Momentum is about progress. Are you moving closer to the goals? Are you pursuing God as he has laid out that path in front of you? Are you doing the things that God wants you to do? That's what you need to measure. You see, you can't create success. Again, I've written about this. You can't create success. But what you can do is get up every day and move in the right direction. And the more you do it, the more energy is produced, the more momentum is developed, and the faster you begin to move toward God's measure of success for you. Momentum is not about success, it's about progress. The question is not, have you succeeded? The question is, are you making progress? But that leads me to number four. Progress leads to success if you are moving the right direction. You see how this works? You move. Maybe not fast, but you move. Not all movement is created equal. You're not just moving. That's just movement. You're moving in the right direction. That is the direction that God has set in front of you. You're not measuring your movement by whether or not you feel successful or even whether or not you've gotten to where you thought you should be at this point in your life. You're measuring your movement by whether or not you are progressing along the path that God has set in front of you. And here's the incredible byproduct of that. That progress leads to success because God is the one who defines success in your life. For the believer, success comes from following God. And God puts things in your life that he wants there. And God uh, uses you to accomplish things that he wants to accomplish in you and through you. But that doesn't happen if you're not moving forward. 
That momentum is building. You're pursuing God. You're measuring your progress. I'm progressing a little bit at a time, but I'm progressing. And there's more energy and there's more movement. Success will come. That's the byproduct. But in all of it, number five, I say this probably every time I speak, every time I do a podcast, every time I write. Building momentum is not about you. You see, if you think that momentum building is about you, your projects, your relationships, your goals, momentum building is about you. If you think that way, you are thinking very short-sighted. If momentum is all about you, then you'll only put into it what you need to to get out of it what you want. It's not about you. Momentum is about the people who are coming up behind you. Hopefully you can begin something. You can see things start to move. You're making progress. Momentum is building. Or maybe you jumped on to the momentum of someone else, someone who came before you. They started to move forward and you got behind that and you're experiencing some of their momentum and you're building your own. What are you doing? You're creating momentum for the people who are coming behind you. If you're a parent, you understand this. I want my kids to accomplish more in their lives than I can accomplish in mine. Well, how does that happen? You teach them, you train them, you, you do your best to give them opportunities. But really what you do is you create momentum. They get behind that. They follow you. It's like jumping on a wave on a great surfboard. It's the momentum of that wave moving. They're on that wave, that momentum that you created as you pursued God's path for your life. And then they, through their lives, create more momentum for those who are coming up behind them. It's short-sighted to say, I don't want to do this because I can't get to where I thought I was going to go. I'll never have enough momentum to accomplish what I want to accomplish. It's not about you. It never has been. It never will be. It's not about you. Momentum is not about speed. It's about movement. Not all movement is created equal. The movement you need to have in your life, you need to pursue, is the movement in the right direction, the direction set forward by God. It's not about success, it's about progress, and progress will then eventually create success because success is defined by God. And in all of it, you're going to leave something behind that matters. This really is legacy. Momentum is something that we all want. It's something, frankly, that we all need. But thankfully, in order to experience momentum, create momentum, you don't have to be fast. You don't have to be early. (laughs) You just need to move. Move in the direction that God wants you to go. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. And don't quit. Listen, I I know we're all experiencing different things. We're all going through different things. When you're on a trail and you're moving forward, people stop because of stuff that's going on in their body, the stuff that's going on in their brain. Other people are able to move and then they hit a rough spot and they get past. This is what happens and this is what happens in life. I understand that. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what's in front of you. I don't know what's caused you to stop moving forward. I don't know what it is that's convincing you you can never experience momentum, that wind to your back. I don't have any idea. But your job is real simple. Just get up. Let God lead you. And as he leads, follow. Be committed to the process of putting one foot in front 
of the other. When I talk about march or die, that's all I'm talking about. That's why I love the analogy, because it's not complicated. It's acknowledging that things can be difficult, overwhelming, traumatic. We live in a broken world. But it's also understanding that God has a plan for your life. And it's a plan that you can enter into. (laughs) But you can only do it one step, deliberate, by faith, one step at a time. You need to march, even though it may be easier to stay where you are and die. I love the Apostle Paul. He said, look, I haven't gotten there yet. (laughs) In fact, I'm not going to be around much longer. But with the time that I have, I'm going to keep moving forward. We keep moving forward. I hope you will. And I hope that's a challenge to you and an encouragement. Here's the thing. No one is saying that any of this is easy. (laughs) It's not easy. But those who experience success in their lives as defined by God are those who say, well, God is God and I'm not. My job is to keep moving. Keep moving forward. Appreciate you listening. Please share this episode out with other folks. And uh, that will help not only grow the podcast, but my goal, my prayer, sincerely, is that people will be encouraged and people will be helped. And uh, we'll continue to put out content like this. You can also go, to again, to my website, jeremystalliker.com. Find out uh, anything you would possibly want to know about me, as well as uh, find a place for all of my social contacts and uh, blog um, podcast. Everything is there as well. And, uh, that would be fantastic. And, uh, again, as we conclude, very thankful for the relationship with life audio, please. If you have not yet go and check out lifeaudio.com. Lifeaudio.com. This podcast is there, but a lot of other great podcasts as well. Podcasts on studying the Bible, uh, history of the Bible, other helps, uh, great hosts, a lot of great content there. Please go and check that out as well. And as we conclude today, one last time, let me remind you, uh, when life seems to be falling apart, when the bombs are blowing up around you, you have to make a choice. You have to make a decision. Will you stay where you are and die? It's a decision you can make. Or will you march? The choice is always yours. Thank you. We will talk to you next time. Hey friend, I'm Brooke McLaughlin, host of the Everyday Prayers Podcast, a ministry of million praying moms. And I'm here to invite you to partner with God for the hearts of your children on the daily. Our goal at Everyday Prayers is to help moms understand and pray God's word. Join us each weekday as we share insights from God's word for today's Christian mom. Tune in to the Everyday Prayers Podcast in your favorite app or by visiting lifeaudio.com.